0: Get your uh, voice all warmed up. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. In a world filled with illusion
1: and danger, three munchlaxes banded together in a suit in a legendary quest for snacks. They call themselves Fox Lee. (laughs) 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 Let's
0: get dinner.
1: Teaming up with a boy raised in seclusion, an escapee from an oppressive regime, he is the devil survivor, Talon Lee.
0: I can't possibly match that.
1: Emerging from the archives of the Sonic the Hedgehog wiki, possibly a yeti, is he friend (laughs) or foe, he is called Jeb Wrench. Coming this fall, it's the Downloadable Concept
0: Podcast. Listener,
2: I told you we would have our Sonic OCs in line next time.
0: Thank you very much, the ghost of Don LaFontaine. So just to get things out of the way first and foremost, I have played basically dick this week, alright? I'm in the middle of my last period of assessment for the semester. I got nothing. And I know Fox has got a lot of something. So hey Jeb, what have you been playing?
1: I have
0: played. trying to think of all everything I covered this week. Did I talk about subject thirteen yet? No. You did mention Gravity Ghost as well.
2: Oh. Was that Gravity Ghost? Gravity Ghost. That sounds cool. How I Gravity
0: Ghost. Gravity is Ghost, gorgeous. Gravity Ghost
1: is, it's a game where you welcome, you welcome a, 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 spe- a, a ghostly bunny rabbit to the afterlife with the phrase, <laughs> welcome to the afterlife, here's your hug.
2: Your hook hug. Oh! Hug. Oh, that... You
1: give, bu- you give ghost bunnies hugs. <laughs> you, you play as a girl and you orbit around planetoids, collecting stars and flowers in order to advance. And you're looking for your lost pet hawks. Everything about this is is just joy and wonder wrapped up into a wonderful ball. It might actually have surpassed Castles in the Sky for the the game that most evokes the feeling of a storybook for me. And that is incredibly high praise because yeah. Castles in the Sky is literally magic. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's a pretty good recommendation. So what is this on? This, this magical game.
1: It is on
2: PC and
1: is coming to
2: PS4. Nice. Excellent.
1: It launched uh, earlier this year on Steam.
2: That, uh, you... And
1: I heartily recommend it if you, it's ostensibly a puzzle game because it's got, you know, the graphics, or the, the the gravity puzzles and such. The orbital mechanics and you have to jump and your hair flows out for forever behind you <laughs> because it's just that pretty. Because the game is just gorgeous.
2: Uh, it sounds girly um, as fuck, but also like I have to have it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wh- Hugging ghost bunnies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but it's just so relaxing. It's so, there's so much joy and movement in Gravity Ghost that, uh, I, it's fun to just play it and not finish the levels. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, so did they, did they make the insightful move of not putting a time limit around that shit?
1: Oh, there's no time limit.
2: Awesome. This is, this
1: is sort of like a dream. Um. The the, the cutscenes that uh, take place, I say it's like a dream. I'm pretty sure it's a dream because there's cutscenes that take place in the real world, and the girl is kind of kind of uh snarky, and it's, she's she's just kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> she gets on the, one of the early ones. She gets on the the case of an old man who's helping her with the treehouse because she brought ham with her, and he got upset because you can't bring ham up into up to the to the treehouse because it'll attract bears. <laughs>
2: What the hell? Look,
0: I don't live in a country with bears, so I have to assume this old man is completely correct.
1: <laughs> well, the old man, the first thing that first thing that she does, is accuse him of being a poacher, <laughs> and then he says that I'm not a poacher. I just like to look at animals through the sight of my rifle, <laughs> <laughs> and then sell the money. <laughs>
2: She does attract bears.
1: <laughs>
2: Let's not get too
0: biblical on
1: this stuff, all right? It's it's charming and wonderful, and it's legitimately funny. And for some people, the price point is going to probably push them away because I think it's a little bit too expensive for most people's tastes. I think it's like twenty two dollars Canadian.
2: Oh yeah. Mm. See why that would make people hesitant. But uh, there is a Steam sale coming up soon, <laughs>
0: so hopefully.
2: That's just how anything drops, on Steam that... works, basically. Like, if you can't afford it now, it will be on sale sooner or later.
0: Mm. This, that's actually a thing that I was writing about in one of my essays with um, Christine Love talking about the idea of lost sales as kind of a farcical one. Mm. Um, the, there's, this, there's this contention going on in the games industry of things like piracy and the prevalence of Steam sales resulting in people not buying things until they can buy them below cost. Or not buying them at all and just pirating them. And Christine Love's stance was that there's... What'd she say? 50% of the people who've bought her games have never played them. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Lost sales aren't really a thing by comparison to that. Hmm. And I mean, everyone knows... I did this in class. Everyone knows someone who hasn't finished games in their library who here has unfinished games in their library and literally everyone in the room put their hands up.
2: So well, the real question would be unplayed games because how do you define unfinished?
0: And then I went on to say, how many of you have more than half your library unplayed and the same number of hands stayed up? <laughs> wow. Then he who is without sin cast the first stone.
2: Exactly. I don't have more than half my library unplayed
0: you have half of my library unplayed
2: that doesn't count your library is fucking huge, and it's not my fault
0: that's that's really true but yeah uh also uh one one of the benefits I get here is because Jeb can talk to me in private about things. I know there is at least something coming uh in the review f- scape. I don't know if it's if you've actually put it out there yet uh hammers
1: oh that that actually uh there's not enough to it to really talk about, but uh air crawl yeah is. Uh, it's a game about flying airplanes and dogfighting with airplanes in like an arena-based shooter sort of thing. Oh, yeah. But, but, remember the main policy when it comes to combat. Everything is better with a big fuck-off hammer.
2: <laughs>
1: Do you see where I'm going with this? It's very important.
2: The airplanes have a hammer? Yes.
1: <laughs> you can give the airplane a big fuck-off hammer to melee combat in midair.
2: Oh god, how does that even work? Have you ever seen? Jet? You fly,
1: <laughs> you fly full speed at your at your enemy, and then and you swing.
0: It. <laughs> I, I I watched a video of this. I don't know if I'll ever play this. I don't think I have the reaction speed to, to play this. But holy crap! The video looked good. Anyway,
1: it's it's really early on in its development. I hope it turns out all right because it's got so much promise. The the weapons in it are. There's so much variety about it. Like one of the planes, you can equip it with an orb that lets you kind of do a dishonored blink in your airplane.
0: <laughs> well, you know, a you have to blink choose outside be- of your airplane would be kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> you press the button, you teleport out of your plane. The plane keeps going. Okay, this didn't work out so well for anyone.
1: You have to choose, be- choose be- in that particular plane. You have to choose between that and impaling your opponents on a giant sword.
2: Uh, nope, that. not Blink. <laughs>
0: yeah, so uh, personality and heart in video games. They're kind of important.
1: <laughs> That's something that Air brawl is starting out looking like it has. And I, I, like I said, I really hope it gets there. Because it could be a whole lot of fun.
2: There was another one I misheard when you first said it. I thought you said prowl <laughs> I just worked out that it was air Brawl, which makes a lot more sense
0: <laughs> Air Prol, you you play a pilot who is unfortunately crushed from both above and below by the working and upper classes <laughs> <clears throat> So, uh, Jeb, do you think we're ready to open the floodgates here and uh, ask Fox what she's been playing? Fox, what have you been doing? Oh, I'm glorious! I wanted
2: to interrupt you halfway through that and I forgot
0: <laughs> You were you distracted thinking Let's about Fire the Warriors. Quick! <laughs> no.
2: Yes, try again! <laughs> no.
0: Come on! Do it.
1: You don't have to edit this, Stella, just go from here. Oh, you here. Go. For it. You, you, you don't have to edit it, just keep, just let it go. It's like, so fuck,
0: what if you been the playing?
2: There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff.
0: <laughs> Good point.
2: I had a birthday this week. I was not going to be able to get a Wii U, despite the fact that that was what I wanted, because I am poor. But one of one of my very wonderful friends made this happen, and I am extremely grateful.
0: It it, it um given the fact that you've basically seen more of the Wii U than you have of me these past few days.
2: <laughs> you've been doing a seven. Yeah, yeah
0: I've been busy. I've been working. I'm not. This isn't. A, this is a criticism. It's just that, like, clearly the Wii U is a good thing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so my Wii U came with Disney Infinity, which nobody is playing, because, uh, well, it's Disney Infinity, but I still really wanted it. Disney
0: Infinity 2.0, specifically. Yeah, That's, sorry, that's too, important. And
2: yeah. um, Splatoon, which everybody is playing, except me, because it also came with Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been waiting for this. <laughs> I, I love that when I do drop
0: into the den to see you playing the Wii U, it's just, whatever's happening on screen is always ridiculous. <laughs>
2: It's a Warriors game. <laughs> this is, in fact, the first Warriors game I've played. Oh, you are! I'm tent- you are familiar must... with the franchise, but I've not actually picked it up because the art style doesn't quite push my buttons, and I have an incredibly low threshold for cheesy voice acting. <laughs> 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 Except when it's in Japanese. That that's a bit different. The, the
1: most recent Dynasty Warriors has only Japanese voice acting. screen. Oh, good.
2: Anyway, um let me see. Um I am struck by how the Zelda characters always look best in their spin-offs from whichever generation. <laughs> like, Link mm-hmm. looked amazing in Soul Calibur 2. <laughs> how um, does he look
0: in crossbow training?
2: I have no idea. Do you see him in crossbow training?
0: I don't know if Is any... it like
2: a first person blaster game or something? I don't know if
0: anyone has ever seen Link in crossbow training because that I... requires someone to have bought and played crossbow training. <laughs>
2: They kept having it at the cash converters type stores for like five bucks. I'm waiting for, for a console point.
0: that doesn't
1: exist.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> that, that would be without the blaster thing, which I, I assume you would need to. Anyway, and predictably now he looks way better in this than in Skyward Sword. Like, just, I, I like the whole painted art style in Skyward Sword, very pretty, but uh, the characters didn't look as good as they could have. <laughs> they look fucking awesome in Hyrule Warriors. And I love the scarf. Um, Zelda puts in a really good showing. It's probably the best Zelda who's ever existed in a Zelda game.
0: Like, well, she does shit and shit.
2: And she, like, they- Are you including pain. Tetra in that? No, I'm not including Tetra, I'm not including Sheik. They are way cooler than Zelda. Okay. Even though they are Zelda there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. I am super-duper pissed off at Tetra, because she was- Tetra I made me really mad. really liked her as a character, and then they were like, BAM, NO, IT'S ZELDA, WEAR A DRESS AND SHUT UP FOR THE REST OF THE GAME. It's, like, literally sucked.
0: It's literally 30 seconds after she's te- after she goes from Tetra to Zelda that they're like, no!
2: Nope. And she has this actual personality shift. Like, it's not just you're revealed to be the princess. Like, we totally change your appearance and you seem to lose all the personality you had. And the same kind of thing happens with Sheik, who is this really competent... uh you know, stealthy, prepared, combat-trained character all the way through. And as soon as she turns back into Zelda, she's doing the whole standing around and gasping when you get hurt thing and, you know, delaying all her reactions to anything dangerous. It's like Zelda has this double brain thing going on, and when she turns back into Zelda, she's just fucking useless. It's super annoying. Anyway, but she's great in Hyrule Warriors. Um, even though it is the absolute worst use of the chic disguise yet it's it's just a- <laughs> oh i I had to hide my identity from everyone because, um, I don't know, I didn't actually have a plan here it was those reasons in yeah. fact, I kind of enabled the villains plan by not being Zelda when they were pretending to be Zelda, so actually, I sort of fucked up, but whatevs!
0: this is what happens when you just can't accept it. sometimes she likes dressing <laughs> up like like she
2: I think she just likes it also the the plot requires her to tell the sheik lie to impa who is uh noted as being the only person in the world who can immediately go well that's a lie <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> it's great the first time they have a scene alone she's like uh you know I'm like the boss of all the sheikah right yeah there's no one called sheik in the sheikah uh yeah so I, I think that's both just in on it and they're cool with this.
0: <laughs> this is just their secret cross-dressing thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: the only way it works.
0: I have also heard that leggings are super comfortable, so maybe that's why Zelda prefers being chic.
2: I don't think those are leggings. <laughs> that is like know. some weird bodysuit with a bunch of bandages and the characters are a wee bit overdesigned, I'll it's... give it that.
0: Hang on, it's a blue bodysuit with bandages. It's Zelda's Sonic Boom cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. So... <laughs>
1: <laughs> does Sheik do, she spend time meme-mugging at the camera? No. Because that's the best thing about Sonic Boom. <laughs> Except
2: in the victory sequences, but that's different. Yeah. Like, everyone does it in the victory sequences.
0: So, what we're saying is that Sheik is a Sonic Boom gijinka.
2: No, we're not saying that and you're shutting up about it right now.
0: <coughs> I will say the Warriors games do have a tendency to
1: be over-designed, yes. but that's because <laughs> like everything in it is everything in them is a
0: spectacle. You've also got a cast of what I think 30 odd playable characters
2: in uh, the Dynasty Warriors. Warriors games?
0: In traditional Disney Warriors games, you've got a really big cast of playable characters, and they all have, have to
1: rid- hmm? You have a ridiculous number of playable characters in
0: most of them. Yeah, and they've all got to stand out from the battlefield when you're using them, so I can understand how that kind of incentivizes <laughs> overdesign.
2: That's kind of true, though. You don't see a lot of the other characters when you're playing. It- it's hard to lose track of who you are, even when it's really crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I can see why these games appeal to people. They're just a crap ton of stupid, indulgent fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: hey, exactly what they there's, are. like a
2: million things, and I'm going to beat the crap out of all of them. Woo! Ooh.
1: Sometimes it is really fun to just beat up everything between here and there.
2: Oh, yeah. And they, you know, they have combo systems, but they've not made them too difficult to execute or anything. It's just basically button, 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 different button. Ooh. Uh,
0: I'm <laughs> so sorry, you can just... have you tried
1: jumping before you press the button?
2: <laughs> oh. oh! Actually, you can't jump in our Wars. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> From what I can tell, unless they... Well, Oh God! Did they take out the jump button? Because it's uh, that would be so fucking funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, because in Zelda, the jump's always context sensitive, isn't it? Yep,
2: yeah, there is no jump button like ever.
0: In yeah, e- even in even in uh, the SNES Zelda, when you could do a jump, it was always a jump based on.
2: <laughs> There's a couple charge. of corner cases. where you can get an item that will let you jump. Yeah, in you can get
0: the feather games,
2: but mm. you know that that's a fucking power up. You need a power up to launch yourself off the ground. Well,
1: and the Adventure of Link.
2: Uh, oh yes, that one. <laughs> I forgot about that one.
0: Is that a spin- Actually, um, you, you're- <laughs> Zelda 2 good? a spin-off. That's
2: not a spin-off. Okay, and shut up about Wand of Gamelon. We're not going there. Okay, then moving on. <laughs> I'm talking about recent Zelda's, which I always am because um here's my dirty little fake nerd girl secret. I never liked the 2D Zelda's. Yeah. The old ones weren't great. I played Minish Cap because it's just cute as all fuck, but I oh. I don't actually like the controls very much and that's that's more a case of just this game is so adorable I need to play it. But uh yeah, it's only when it went 3D that I actually liked it.
0: I I quite like
2: Also when Link became hot.
0: <laughs> I like I liked um, Link to the Past. I liked that well enough, but I I never got it in my head as to why this is such a big deal.
2: <laughs> I'm not saying I've never games. in my
0: life played Link to the Past. It's When you you become, because we have this franchise that's now effectively become kind of nerd background radiation, there's all this stuff that we have as accepted, understood elements of games. And in A Link to the Past, a lot of them weren't yet. And so I got the impression when I played it, because of course I hadn't played other Zelda games, that there was a lot of stuff they were trying to imply but not state. And it really confused me. Like, who the hell is this pig dude who literally appeared out of nowhere? Oh, I, I guess that's just video games for you.
2: That's, I don't know, that's kind of, I don't even know if that's nerd background radiation so much as just Zelda didn't feel the need to explain a lot of stuff, mm. especially in the early days. Suppose, well, well, most video you, games did. You gotta it. understand,
1: all. besides that they, you had these, these games, most of their information came from manual, anyways.
2: Yeah, yeah, so. But that's also, that was also
1: the fourth Zelda game. I'm not
2: saying there wasn't not an element Ganon in that Ganon
1: would be a, would be a Well, no, because the Windfish in, in, uh, Link, in Link's Awakening. Yeah? Um there was actually, I just realized there was a game there was one without Ganon before that.
2: Oh. Yeah, well it, especially the pig version of Ganon doesn't really show up in all of them. Like he
1: well, sometimes a man, in, sometimes
2: a man pig, sometimes a wolf pig. He
1: was he was a pig in, he was a, a pig man in the first one. And the, the, the game over screen for Adventure of Link, he was a pig man. But in like but when you fought him he was your shadow.
2: Hell, in like he's just a dude all the way through into the very end where he's sort of piggish, but he's mostly just demonic. Like, I never took that as being a pig until I saw the early ones and was like, oh, I guess he was a pig. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a pig. You can't look at this thing and go, that looks like a pig man. No, that is a fucking demon. (laughs) Especially I, you know it's not a pig because it has a great big long tail that you have to smash.
0: Yeah, very strange in general. And and the the, the recent Zelda's attempts to make more, you know, iconic monsters that you have to fight, like um, the Dodonga kind of became... Dodongo. Dodongo. Fake nerd boy. <laughs> I, I I On the whole fake nerd thing, I love that there's this implication that you have to be... <laughs> it's in...
2: alright. It's so weird
0: though, isn't it? This implication you have to be an expert in not just... Uh, things, but also you have to be an expert in the mainstream thing? Like, oh no, I've never really gotten that into the Legend of Zelda canon. I'm sorry, I could sit down and talk to you for 16 hours about Sierra online.
2: Yeah, it, well, <laughs> that, that's kind of why I use it, because the whole thing is a fallacy. Yeah,
0: in that it's used by dicks. Wait, no. Um, <laughs> that's not how you spell fallacy. Um, it is you know. now. Hey! Uh,
2: have you never done that before? I've done that.
0: Yeah. Um... <laughs>
2: But, <laughs> Just slipping that in there.
0: Nice. But the uh, the problem that I'm having with all these iconic attempts to re- recreate monsters is that uh, the only one of these I can remember that's from like, recent Zelda games, like I can't remember any of the monsters from Twilight Princess. I can't remember the bad guy from Twilight Princess. <laughs> you barely
2: played Twilight Princess.
0: Or um, uh, Skyward Sword. But I can remember the big fuzzy, scaly thing with the big toes and the big mouth. Like or the Imprisoned. The Imprisoned. It's got this really foreboding name, and it looks like a cuddly plushie.
2: It is adorable, and I want a plushie of it with, you know, great big squeezy toes.
0: And an enormous mouth.
2: Yes. I want a hand puppet of that, actually. That would be great. Or or a backpack. How have they not merchandised this, Gritter? It's awesome. Yes. I actually haven't finished Skyward Sword. I am definitely at, like, the last fight, or possibly the second to last fight when they reveal the final, final boss, but... <coughs> Uh, I can't remember what I got caught up with. That might be when I got Okami. Oh, well, that's not the point. Um, yeah, bad points. It really does the Zelda timeline thing hard, and the Zelda timeline thing is garbage. Um, it's the stupidest story! Oh I'm not even mad. It's it's too stupid to be angry at. It's so dumb.
0: L- Listener, let me paint for you a brief picture of what happened behind the microphone as that moment happened. <laughs> Fox's expression gears up as she's getting ready like you know, a, a a typical orator. This is this is the kind of person Fox is and she was getting ready to try and say something anything about the story in Hyrule Warriors and then no, it shattered. <laughs> it collapsed into defeat as she just let it out and went, "It's
2: bitch." <laughs> Can I spoil it? This the game's been out for a while. Uh,
0: right. listener, there's a spoiler warning in effect.
2: I, so how do we signal that on the podcast, anyway? Meh. Oh, okay. So, the, the Oi, plot... Spoilers! Of, <laughs> yeah, so the plot of Highlight... Uh, Hi- Highlight, the, Highlight the, Princess. The, what am I talking about? That's
0: what Hyrule Warriors is, though. It's Highlight Princess. That's what
2: Zelda is in Twilight Princess, because they, they fake up like it's referring to her at the beginning, but it's secretly Midna. Oh.
0: <laughs> Go on, then. Um...
2: Yeah, the the plot of Hyrule Warriors brilliantly is um, that there's a magical sorceress who lives outside of time who is such a Link fangirl that she goes crazy with her desire to possess Link and fucks up the world. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. And the horrible new Mary Sue character is the the good fragments of her soul that she had to cast out. <laughs> but it's okay, because the good version of her can accept that Link and Zelda are meant to be together even if she gets left behind. She's so noble! Oh, and she steals the Triforce of Power from canon, because that's what Mary Sue's do! She is- Okay, if you ran her through a fanfiction Mary Sue test, she would take everything. Fucking box. She is amazing.
0: When this game finishes and the credit rolls, he's gonna have story by DeviantArt.
2: <laughs> that, that totally is how it comes across. The story of this game is the worst Zelda fanfic ever. And then they do the greatest hits tour. They go to all the different games and get our favorite characters from them to come and help them because you gotta have Midna. And for that reason alone, I would forgive them for doing this. Especially, because you do gotta have Midna. Especially because it's Imp Midna? Oh yeah!
0: Like they were totally within their realm to go. Yeah, we'll get you the Hot Midna. We never did at the end. We'll use an, We'll use an easier model of the character to make
2: Hot Midna's a DLC.
0: But yeah, fair enough. But the point is, that the game at base, they they said we could like Imp Midna is harder to animate with her hair and her wolf and all that other stuff.
2: I agree with that actually, because true form Midna, you don't really get a feel for how she would fight. It's true. Whereas Imp Midna, you know how she fights. She has a giant magic hand on her head, and she just smashes shit.
0: Yeah, but that's that's my point, which the, is you know, very important, might I have. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Um, as from if with with adult form, well, with with hot Midna, true
2: form is the the uh, okay, true canonically is accepted is. term,
0: <laughs> conventionally hot Midna. Uh, is, is the... Actually,
2: I know more people who have a crush on the Imp.
0: Yeah. Uh, but conventionally Hot Midna, because you don't know how she fights, they would have an easier model to render because they... or she's humanoid. We have... this is a game full of humanoids. Like, use Zelda, use Sheik, use something like that already. Uh, they could have done that. And then because we don't know what she fights like, it's like, great, cool, we can just do whatever the hell we want to with this character. But they didn't. We can just borrow a set
1: of animations and a, and a skeletal structure from from Dynasty Warriors of Call of the
2: Day. That might work. I was going to say they wouldn't pull animations and skeletal structure from another character because the whole point of these characters is they are so fucking different. That's um, good. They well, are that's... where most of the work in this game has gone. Like, that's what it's about. It's about, here are these awesome centerpiece of ridiculous combat characters who have amazing super fighty skills and they're very not samey. That's good. I, do, Go- have, I yeah. do
1: have to wonder if they don't. If they don't do that, they don't borrow from, from Dynasty Warriors. From or that, Samurai I would Warriors. Believe. I mean, there's a hundred characters in total.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are definitely no characters within the game who are templated on one another, but I would absolutely believe they pinched one of their massive roster. Or at least, uh, like, used them as a base and worked from there. That I would buy. And
1: they have so many different ridiculous weapons in. <laughs> <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. Yes, I mean, they're, they're positively fights,
2: toned down. In uh,
1: Someone fights with a boat. <clears> that is exactly what I was going to mention. Someone yeah. fights with a, with a long scroll.
2: I, someone fights with
1: several
0: scrolls. There's someone in this book who fights with a book.
2: Uh The Mary Sue character has two weapon choices. She has a spear and she has a magic book, which she mostly uses to magic walls into existence and smack people into them which is kind of a cool version of this um I don't have a problem with the way she fights actually she's just wonderfully out of place I kind of have one problem with the way she fights Mm -hmm. in that she's meant to be a forest mage Oh yeah, that's the other thing. She's like the sorceress of the forest, and she her design is blue and frilly, and she uses uh water and electricity elements. And walls—it's <laughs> just weird and magic walls. Yeah, she—I I don't know why they chose to go with that theme. I think at the last minute they decided, okay, this stage is going to be on the Deku Tree, so she's now forest affiliated. Yeah. <laughs> And the second weapon she gets is a staff that like summons the tree, but it, it's still water elementy for some reason. And yeah, anyway, oh, okay. she is weird and out of place. Seeing... Everything around her is kind of off and bizarre, and and well, funny. Ultimately, funny. I remember seeing footage of her
1: the game, or right around the game. I remember a lot of people complaining about her not belonging.
2: Oh yeah, she looks totally out of place. As does the evil version of her. Which is just basically titties. And because I'm evil, I have dark skin, which is questionable. Yeah, really? That dress is really weird. D- dress, in scare quotes. Yeah. Yeah, she... They are the standout, absolute worst designs of the game. They look like they don't belong. Um, yeah, they're plainly not a part of this existing aesthetic.
0: That's the thing that has me really interested about this. Because there is the outside possibility. And this is...
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry.
0: This is a cultural assumption, but what if Japan, the major place influencing the design and decisions of this game, has the same kind of art fan character culture we do? And these characters look so out of place because they are meant to be making someone's OC as it were <laughs> into what if the whole that's point? the
2: impression i have of it like i think that character is there because they noticed what happens with the zelda fandom which is girls make a silly girl sorceress character who's in love with link but she can accept that he belongs to someone else i yeah i I think she's very deliberately a representation of a fan character that's kind of cool uh, yeah, I, it's also kind of awful
1: yeah i think it's kind of too meta for.
0: it's made by Cohen,
2: right <laughs> um, Techmo, yeah.
0: yeah uh, team Ninja little... are involved in this, aren't they? Yes. Okay, yeah, then it's not subtle. Is this is an accident.
2: <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'm probably crediting them with too much meta awareness. If, they if... just accidentally made a hilarious comment on Zelda Mary Super. If
0: we're talking about Team Ninja, they are not a group of people renowned for subtlety in narrative.
2: I will give the sorceress character this. She almost looks like she could fit in with some of the girl character designs from. Uh, the Oracle games. She's a lot more over-designed than they are, but that fits in with the fact that Zelda and Link and Impa are all a bit over-designed as well. Like, they've, they've taken the sort of last canonical version of them and, and you know, tweaked things and added accessories and all that junk. A chic as well. Um, whereas the characters they grab from other time periods, they mostly leave completely intact. Like, Midler looks exactly like Midna. Yeah. And Darunia looks exactly like Darunia. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Say oh yeah! Another thing that's really interesting about it is the good guys have two guys. <laughs> like there's Link because you gotta have Link, and then there's Durenia because. Uh-uh. But aside from oh, that, it's like cool. eight women running around kicking the crap out of things and a token boy, <laughs> which is kind of funny.
0: Also, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, isn't Impa signaled as darker skinned?
2: I- Impa's always well th- the warrior version of Impa always
0: has darker I- I- skin. I'm re- I'm reluctant to say Impa is.
2: It's a Sheikah thing. Sheikah have dark skin. Yeah, which is another reason why Sheikah is a terrible disguise. The original, the artwork version of Sheik from Ocarina was illustrated with dark skin, but this is when they like clearly drew Sheik with a male body as well. So I, I think this was a deliberate decoy more than anything. Yeah, but yeah, Sheikah have dark <clears throat> skin.
0: Yeah, so effectively, you have in what is ultimately a Japanese interpretation of, of uh, Western European fantasy, you still have people of color and the presence of women.
2: Uh, the the people of colour thing is a little bit... They, yeah, yeah, it's a bit Especially hard to say. Especially since the only other character who doesn't have Caucasian skin tone is the evil clone of another character who is white as the driven fucking snow. That's, yeah. Still a highly questionable yeah. uh, design decision there. But then she is... The, the villain character, I am very not fond of her. She is an exercise in all the worst uh, bad girl tropes. Ah. she's the evil version of this character so this character is more chastely dressed and she's showing off massive gaping cleavage and you know this character is all uh, you know girly and, and underage looking and this is like the mature version of her because evil is dark skinned evil is sexy evil is grown up
0: Evil, oats. all the
2: bad tricks yeah, they put I, on girls
0: I, I, I'm down with evil at this point yeah <laughs> but you were saying Jeb about Team Ninja
1: Oh, uh, just say like they're—they're not the, the most. Yeah. They're not not known for <laughs> subtlety, and no. Usually, you just—they're good at making combat look really cool.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> which it hella does. Also, there's a lot of fucking game in here. Like, there's very little story, but because the... I assume this is true of the Warriors series in general, but because mm-hmm. of the actual gameplay <laughs> is so much fucking fun. They've just done other game modes with every conceivable variant of scenario. Like, we're going to combine this villain with this map and give you this goal. Go! We can just keep doing this all day. There are a million extra maps to play.
1: In, uh, in the Dynasty Warriors series... Uh, there is so much content to the Federalists of the Three Kingdoms that mm-hmm. they just pick and choose, okay, here's a major battle, here was a battle. Like, they cover the major bases, they cover the, 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 the Battle of, uh, Redwall, they cover Huangfu, uh, <laughs> Huang Gate things like that. Uh, they, they cover the major, and then they look through, it's like, oh, here's where, uh, here's where Guan Yu defeated seven officers in a row in order to escape and get back to Liu Bei. Let's
0: do that! <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Let, let's make that an achievement map.
1: Here's where, here's where Jack Faye stood on a bridge, yelled, so, yelled, uh, taunted so hard that Southside's army ran away.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's almost like the opposite of Hyrule Warriors, where they only have like, I think there's about 12 maps in the actual main plot. Well, then what, then what, there's like a second plot where Ganon shows up, but, uh, I haven't started playing that yet. I've gone to the end of the main plot. Well, what I'm getting at
1: is there's, There's so much, they don't worry themselves too much about the story because we can hit a few chapters in each faction story and that's good. And we don't have to worry too much about the writing because it's already done for us. (laughs) So let's, let's cram in more characters. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go on like, well, let's have, let's add this faction in. There's not much to it. Well, fuck it. We'll make it a (laughs) fanfiction. We'll literally make a fantasy story about how, how, um, Ming Wu took the Nanman tribe and accidentally conquered China. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Ooh!
0: I, I, kind oh, of, I kind of want now a Dynasty Warriors with a framing device is a couple of scribes are trying to compile the story <laughs> and, they are, and, and they are bickering with each other over which stories are real.
2: Oh, that'd be good. And you can have one who's, like, really, you know, buying into the superpowers thing, and the other one who's quite sort of practical, but then they wind up getting swept along because you just can't resist the awesome superpowers shit.
0: Guan Yu strokes his massive, massive beard. (laughs) Fun fun fact, Uh, Dynasty Warriors gets involved in discussions of euhemerization of all things.
2: Uh, is that when a historical figure gets turned into a god, or when a god gets turned into a historical figure? When,
0: when a mythical figure gets turned into a historical figure. Right. There is an there is an argument that Guan Yu might be a euhemerization. Yeah. <laughs> might not have
2: existed. But he, he sort of ascended back to being a god, right? Yeah. Like
0: he's and there like lies a minor the,
2: deity in China. Therein
0: so? lies the argument. It's very hard to get. <laughs> Because the,
2: <laughs> the, the story
0: is so old, it's very hard to get older stories to see if, you know, Guan Yu existed in some other form.
2: Right. Anyway. Well, he has the trappings of many a mythological character, oh, so yes. I'd believe it. He but should. then everything has red skin. is semi-mythological, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> red skin, huge beard, lightning powers at one point. <laughs> um, uh, he at, one, at one point spoke- he spits fire on people by, by uh, spitting wine on them. Wonderful. <laughs>
1: He, uh, he spoke he spoke from beyond the grave through his severed head <laughs> and he spoke so hard that he killed two people when he did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Guan Yu is basically what would happen if, if uh, you adult, you were told to go over the top. <laughs> and he's <laughs> not even the me, most my
2: fantasy re- version of me. Yeah. He's not
0: even the most ostentatious character in
1: that.
2: Yeah. Except, of course, I would do him with a big fuck-off hammer, because, as we all know... Yeah. I um Ever so slightly disappointed that the character in Hyrule Warriors with the big fu- fuck-off hammer is Durinia. Why isn't it Volvagia? Um, because the hammer is what you used to beat him.
0: Yeah, and that therefore there is a hammer already in strong association with Volvagia. But
2: it belongs to the Gorons. Ah, oh, yes, fair enough. Goron Hammer.
0: Well, I would not want to appropriate Goron culture. I, I, admit, I am not an expert in this stuff.
2: It's not quite the same hammer, but it, it's implied to be more or less the, the same hammer conceptually.
0: Mm-hmm. So hey, I, uh, I can't help but notice that it's very sunny outside. Not yeah. here. Now it's dark here. <laughs> it's dark and hot there. I are, last year. Are checked.
2: we not talking about Hyrule Warriors anymore? I just, I'm just,
0: uh, no, we've got a bit of a hype train going. Okay, it's, a, it's okay, it's okay. You Fallout Four. Yay! <laughs> You really want to keep talking about Hyrule Warriors, don't you?
2: I don't know. Can I play an awesome warrior woman with a sword twice her size and kill a million guys?
0: In Hyrule Warriors? I don't know if you can do that in Fallout 4 yet.
2: What's your best guess? I'm gonna guess
0: no. You're gonna hey. guess no. No, uh, Fallout Four. Fallout Four was announced this week, and hey. uh, and the internet fell over itself to unimpressedly lean against a wall and go, hmm. Huh. <laughs> they tried really hard to be aggressively not caring about. It.
2: Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna it... die of nonchalance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: just non-stop attempts to one-up each other. I don't care so much harder than you.
2: <laughs> oh, well, well I never liked it since New Vegas. Oh, well, I never liked it since Fallout 3. <laughs> we... Man, I I disliked this before it was popular to dislike this. Huh.
1: Wasteland was garbage, let me tell you. That's how much I don't
0: care. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Serious question. Is there a dog?
0: Yes. Okay. There is a dog prominently featured in the trailer. Yep. And based on history, they will not make the dog have to die. So they, they learned that lesson.
2: Oh, I'm not a player of Fallout, um, especially the recent ones. I, I think my problem with first-person games is well-established on this mm-hmm. podcast. And I tried to play Fallout 3 in third-person, but it does not Doesn't work. work well. No. It's not designed for over-the-shoulder play. No. Um, New Vegas is better for it. So therefore, the main thing I'm aware of in Fallout 3 is the original ending.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was what a bit of a fuck What can fuck up. you
2: tell me about the writing in New Vegas by comparison?
0: New is Vegas that- has one of the most effective opening 30 seconds of any game of its generation. Like, I legitimately can't think of a game in that period that I played that had a better opening hmm. for getting me to give a shit.
2: So what about the <laughs> ending?
0: The ending, I was frustrated by it mechanically, but it does a good job of doing a Bethesda start one. Well, Obsidian style, really, but th- <laughs> it, they do a good job of doing the style of ending they do, which is effectively, here is your final report card for all the shit you did in the whole Wasteland. And you get this long, extensively narrated sequence of and these people that you gave water to totally turned out to be dickholes. And stuff like that. It, it's a good ending for that, broadly speaking. There is a very clear um... They, they did a bit of a fuck-up mm-hmm. in the the two factions in Fallout New Vegas the Caesar's Legion and the NCR they're meant to be kind of seen as equal Whoa, uh, really options for each other that was the
1: intention but <laughs> one's literally uh was literally one are literally slave traders
0: yeah. this is on
2: par with did you choose the bird or did you choose the cage right yeah yeah
0: um Players overwhelmingly picked the NCR right. or no side or Mister Vega. Oh, uh, sorry, or
2: Mister No oh, side is an option. Yeah, that's kind of there.
0: Awesome.
1: Uh, the, the there, there is literally. Uh, I'm a take over. I'm going to take over for myself now.
2: Yeah, Ooh.
0: which is have, awesome. <laughs> they also all have um, card names. Um, the leading Caesar's Legion, sorry, aiding Caesar's Legion is the Red King. Uh, aiding the NCR is the.
2: Black Jack. Oh, I see. Cute.
0: Um, and yeah. uh, the wild card is when you go fuck off everyone, and oh, Mr. House's said- ending is the house always wins.
2: <laughs> That's pretty cool. And I like, I really appreciate that they gave you the no choice, because I understand if they want to do the whole there's no good choice yeah. thing. But if you're going to force me to make a choice between two bad things, you have to let me choose my own bad thing as well.
0: Slightly incompetent Republicans versus literal slave traders.
2: Yeah, and, and I really hate slightly incompetent Republicans. But you know what I hate worse than that? Oh. Slave traders. Definitely slave traders.
0: Yeah, lowercase uh, Republican. There, by oh, the way. Like, okay. They are trying to make a coalition republic style oh, thing. Oh, sure. And they're slightly incompetent at it, but...
2: Like Australian Republicans.
0: Yeah. <laughs> New this
2: yeah. complete with the slightly incompetent. <laughs> <power> <laughs> <is>.
1: <laughs> the, the, the Caesar's Legion, uh, yeah. also.
2: I think like flay people alive or something. I yeah, think I remember they, saying, they like, crucify, crucify people. They set them on fire. They,
1: they sell women. They they don't allow women into their ranks. All women are slaves.
2: Ah, misogynistic slave traders who straight up torture people. Yeah. Early on oh. in the game, you can
1: you can take a boat out uh their place, murder all of them. Yep. <laughs> and
2: that believe me, awful, I do yeah. that
1: all the time. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right. I pick uh, up Moon, I head I head to the west and say, Hey, let's go do this.
2: Does the game try to be all oh no, what have you done? You've disabled. Oh, it. No, Two Vegas doesn't care.
0: <laughs> yep. Okay.
2: Nope. Uh
0: the final confrontation, they even make a note that like something really badly hit their uh, supply line, <laughs> so there's much fewer people here. You still have you still have to deal with the legate Lanius, who annoyingly has such a good name for Latin word Ooh. nerds. It's a what does re- it mean? Uh, it literally means the butcher, but in the context of someone who divides up meat, not in the context of someone who's like bloody and gross. He, he is literally the divider of peoples, and he's also an enormous, terrifying combat badass. And he is the
1: one who orders the decimations, which is even more awesome because they do that rank too.
0: Yeah, they kill one tenth of a unit.
1: No, they have one tenth of the unit killed by the other nine tenths.
0: Oh yeah, sorry. Correction, yes.
1: Remember what Wade Newton told you.
2: That's what that is supposed to mean. Yeah, that is that's what
1: decimate amazing. means,
2: and, and that's
0: why. uh And by,
1: means... by the way, Wayne Newton is the is the voice on the radio of New Vegas.
0: Yes,
2: I'm not familiar with who that is.
0: He's basically Mister Las Vegas in real life. That is ah. literally his nickname. He's a he's an that entertainer.
2: Why I hadn't heard much of him.
0: <laughs> but New Vegas oh, is, cool. is is excellently written. It's
1: lots of heart. It's it's got it's got a soul. It's got the soul. of... The, the old it's Fallout games more than, <laughs> more than Fallout 3 does, and I Did played a ridiculous amount of Fallout 3. I, I
0: I wanted to say, when the announcement for Fallout 4 came out, was, you know, well, Fallout 3 wasn't very good, and then I sat back and looked at my stats on it, and they're like, I can't really complain. <laughs> it's, it's very hard, it feels somewhat hypocritical of me to say, this game that I somehow voluntarily sunk... 300 hours into is a bad game that seems a little pretentious
2: it's well sandboxy in that respect in that what they presented to you and said go do this wasn't particularly exciting and in some cases was actively bad yeah but you were so able to find the things that you did want to do that you're able to spend 300 hours wandering around doing those things yeah which does make for a good game perhaps not a great game but you know, definitely worthy.
0: And this got me thinking in terms, because this has actually been one of the few things in video gaming that happened in my lifetime that I actually was there to pay attention to. <laughs> because, like, console wars, that that's all its own thing. But when Fallout 1 came out, I played it for a bit. Then we got... Then Fallout 2 came out literally six months later. <laughs> Wow! And our reaction at the time was, "How? How in the world could that game possibly be any good?" (laughs) They had six months to make it. What the hell? And there was also some people who said it's a cynical marketing play. They had the whole game made, like Fallout One and Two made, and they cut Fallout One off and they released that.
2: I would find that more likely than completing the whole thing in six months.
0: As it turns out, no. Wow.
1: Fallout Two is a vastly different
2: game.
0: Yeah. Uh, Interplay basically said we did not expect this to do well. Did I say that out (laughs) loud? That's yeah. awesome. Fallout better. Two is a vastly different game. No, I said better. <laughs> yeah, I think Fallout Two is better. <laughs> That'll I, piss I off Fallout that was fans. Pretty much the universal
2: feeling. Not necessarily. Two is better than one.
0: I like it better. That doesn't mean
2: everyone. Fallout is
1: fans are <laughs> Fallout fans. Dedicated Fallout fans are a bunch. They are definitely a bunch.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: This is like where Sonic fans can't decide if uh, Sonic Adventure was the last good one or the first shit one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And and that's the thing that's throughout Fallout's release history, it has consistently been this game, which clearly I enjoy because I've played a ton of it. uh, Which leading up to, there was nothing but cynicism and doubt over. Like I I had my doubt. Da- like when Fallout... actually,
2: yeah, you were pretty down on it, weren't you? You only yeah. got it because someone bought it for you as a gift,
0: and I didn't want to be rude about it. They're like, yeah, hey, we get you Fallout Three. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Uh... <laughs> and then the same thing happened with New Vegas. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I thank you. And then I played both of them, and Fallout New Vegas, unironically, has some of the best DLC of any video game uh-huh.
2: i played. Are you letting the Optimistic just-in-time old, Justin old time world blues. God damn
0: it. <laughs> old World Blues is the best. Old World Blues is incredible. Uh, even, uh, I didn't like uh, Dead Money. Me neither. But it's clever. It's it, got it, charm. It, it's, it's got, it's got... set-up.
2: You know what else has DLC?
0: Hyrule Warriors has a ton of DLC.
2: I don't know if I should buy it now or wait and see if the, they release an even bigger pack with even more stuff in it. But yeah, between Truffle Midna and the alternate outfits for Sheik and Impa and the fact that you get Epona as a weapon for Link. <laughs> By the way, the spinner that you get from using the Link Amiibo is fucking awesome fun. What? Oh, you the, get the spinner the from... Twilight uh Princess. You
1: get the spinner uh, from Twilight
2: Princess? Yeah, it's basically... Um, well, it's like a rideable spinning top that's also mm-hmm. got... doesn't even have, like, bladed edge. I don't know why it's an effective weapon, actually, now that I think about it. But it damages yeah. things.
1: In Twilight Princess, it had kind of, like, hooks on it that it used not to put in on the spinny no, bits. No, no, no. It,
2: it's like a cogwheel. So oh. it would fit with other things that had cog teeth on them. But, you know, cog teeth wouldn't be a particularly damaging edge to put on a thing if you wanted to, you know, hit someone. Well, I mean, if anyway. they're spinning
1: around fast enough.
2: It's true, and it spins around fast as fuck. Um yeah, there's there's lots of exciting DLC. Tingle. <laughs> no, that's not exciting. I am so pissed they put Tingle in instead of Cafe. Fucking Cafe, man! If you could put Agatha in the game I'm not a fan of Agatha. There's it was the
0: but they had a Tingle. Too. The bug girl, right? That's who Agatha is. That's Agatha
2: She's like a little sort of uh, fantasy kingdom lolly goth who has this weird bug obsession and prances around doing little girl talk and...
0: and doesn't she have this like weirdly dark thing where she gets you to collect bugs so you can kill bugs or something like that?
2: Uh, no no she just really likes bugs. Yeah. Oh no you're thinking of the Skyward Sword bug thing where like there's a guy who's really obsessed with bugs and if you give him enough bugs he opens up a bug safari. And as a prize for going through the bug safari, you get a pile of bugs. Your use for bugs in the game, once you're done selling them to this guy, is to crush them into potions. Right. So, yeah, that's the guy with the weirdly dark bug implications. But no, Agatha, Agatha just wants all the golden insects to come to her house so she can have a bug ball. Mm -hmm. She's touched in the head, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, if such a thing, this is a fantasy kingdom where a wolf can turn into a boy i'm okay not, with... not
2: in any kind of dangerous or hurtful way she's
0: just <laughs> it's just odd
2: or she's one of those people who has like a weird 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 attachment to being a little girl and, and can't stand the idea of being like
0: a grown-up that's the weird part to me yeah. yeah peter pan syndrome
2: she doesn't quite look as young as she acts and you know you get the Ooh. impression that she's never gonna act any older even as she does grow up i mean she's She's a kid, probably, but you know she's probably a teenager. I would think
0: that's that's a little odd. That... She looks
2: a lot like Crom's little sister from Fire Emblem Awakening, and I hate her design as well.
0: <laughs> we got a Fire Emblem machine. She has a
2: doily on her head and a weird skeleton hoop skirt that's half uncovered for no apparent reason. It's stupid.
0: To uh to shift back to Fallout Four, based on history, I had an, a momentary surge of cynical doubt that the game won't be any good, and now looking at my history in context, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'll be pretty good. I'm just, i pretty sure it will. That's just how these things seem to go.
2: Well, it's not worth getting hyped about, basically, but that doesn't mean you have to be all...
0: Well, I have hype deficiency. (laughs) and And I'm willing to accept that I am a person who ultimately does not have a lot of hype to give.
2: I think it's more like you have hype damage. Like, every time you have bothered to get hyped for something, you got burned. I got
0: hyped for watch underscore dogs.
2: You got hyped for remember me, which was... Potentially, but ultimately didn't succeed.
0: I, I, the thing with, the thing that makes Remember Me worse is that when Remember Me got announced, it was interesting, and then when Remember Me came out, an incident had happened in my life that completely changed the context of memory loss. Oh,
2: early. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't think about that.
0: So, but but with Fallout 4, just, just a piece of advice, alright? If you don't care, if you genuinely don't care about Fallout 4, stop pissing on the hype of people who do.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll say that. I... I don't think it's worth getting hyped for just about anything these days in terms of games, but it's also not worth, like, trying to hurt other people who do hype. Like, fuck it, what do you care? Either you don't care, or you care so much that you can't stand other people caring, which is a lot worse.
0: On a related note, hey, gentlemen. I'm hyped as fuck. When you get the collector's edition of hat 4, can you do an unboxing so we can see what cool swag it comes with? <laughs> if I have a way to record it, I would do it. The uh, the Fallout Three uh, Collector's Edition a friend of ours bought um, the tin it came in is really nice.
2: Mm-hmm. Do do an audio unboxing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned I, I,
1: I mentioned that I am hyped as fuck for Fallout Four. I am slowly becoming a hype elemental between that and of course the Eska.
2: I admire your energy.
1: I am emerging from my cocoon as an elemental from (laughs) the plane of hype. But here's the thing. I showed the trailer, Fallout 4, to my 64-year-old mother. Yeah? (laughs) Hype runs in my veins. (laughs) So if anyone is actively discouraging people from getting excited about this game... My 64-year-old mother is excited for this
0: game. Fuck you. (laughs) I don't think we're going to top that as a way to finish that segment. That's beautiful. (laughs) And now it's time for Retro Gaming News. All the news at fit to print for the month of June 2006. Brought to you by my ginormous orders.
1: Conquering the world with eye lasers since 2015.
0: Alright, so, one of the nice things about doing the really, you know, far reach back style things is that the games that lasted and that are worth talking about are really good. One
2: of the best qualities about doing the further reach back things is that one day it'll eventually be Loom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, I should have thought on your birthday when we did the record... That your birthday record would be 1990, and like literally all the options would be Loom. It's but like, my
2: birthday was a Tuesday.
0: I know, but we, we recorded on the Sunday beforehand, so... You know, uh, this this uh, point-and-click adventure game allows you to reverse puzzle solutions. This point-and-click adventure game, <laughs> featured an audio disc, is like seven different games, and they're all Loom.
2: <clears throat> it wasn't an audio disc, it was a cassette tape.
0: mm what was that category of type of things in Game Box referred to?
2: Not Feelies. Feelies. <laughs> what is these days? I don't think it was back then.
0: Infocom coined the term feelies in 1984. Okay. Then. In George Orwell's famous novel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> why didn't Why didn't
0: uh, Infocom make a 1984 text adventure game? That strikes is exactly as frustrating and dark as Infocom
2: usually <laughs> were. Why indeed? Alright, so. Oh god, sorry, I'm just conflating Animal Crossing and Animal Farm in my head (laughs) Oh god! You, you turn All up villages one, are equal. You,
0: you turn up one day, and Tom Nook is just. You, you wake up one day, and you're literally out in the street, in a, <laughs> under under your blanket, and Tom Nook owns your house now.
2: <laughs> your best villager has worked himself to death. <laughs> Did you
0: okay. ever read
2: that LP? Oh to yes, have so I have. I have seen probably. that
0: really dark LP. The the the, the, the text one. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Animal Farm.
0: What do we do? There's someone who's done an Animal Crossing LP, which tries (laughs) to take Animal Crossing, not
2: Animal Farm. Yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) which tries to take it as a much more uh, serious story. Like, (laughs) why can't I escape? Why can't I go home? Why am I always here? (laughs) What am
1: I doing here? I I keep writing back home, and I keep getting strange letters back from
0: someone who claims to be my mom, but she's talking gibberish.
2: (laughs) Okay, this is disturbing.
0: Though the best story I've ever seen about Animal Crossing, and this is this is kind of. mm, but a bloke who used to play Animal Crossing on his GameCube, uh, he played it fairly casually, and his mum played it really a lot
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the same GameCube, and she sent him letters. And then he moved away to college, and his mother passed away. Oh. And then he got a job. He had his, his father. father's like, "I'm moving house. You need to come and you know take care of your stuff." And this is like a seven year gap. He comes home and he packs up his stuff, and he finds his old GameCube. He's like, you know, I haven't played this in ages. Pops it open, and literally every day up to the point where she passed away, his mum had sent him a letter and a oh. gift. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. I'm just a little. Yeah. I'm not crying. You're
0: crying. Yeah, it's it's legitimately kind of heartwarming and also really sad.
2: Yes. <clears throat> oh. mm. Ask me some stupid quiz show questions. All
0: right. Boom. <clears throat> <clears throat> Boom. Alright, so again, because this is a because this is a historical period where fire most um, of the games have been forgotten. Well, let's get Loom and Fire Emblem out of your system straight away.
2: Stop for a second, I need to snuffle. <laughs> this is your fault. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> <clears throat>
2: I've I've already done my loom and fire emblem references, so uh, I was gonna go in clean.
0: Alright. This is a Is it
2: loom? <laughs> ah! <laughs> I apologize. Just knock
1: that dribble you go home now. <laughs>
2: to tell, wait, not to tell. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, he had the best look on his face. <laughs>
0: All right, this is a PlayStation One uh, adventure action platformer kind of game. So you can run and jump, but kind of forgiving movement, not a lot of precision platforming. PlayStation One uh, action platformer is it Gex. Uh, right, right. Feel not Gex and not a Gex game. It's also a sequel.
2: Spyro Two.
0: No, again, two D or three D. Three D. You're in the right. Is it Croc? Part.
2: Close. Sandicoot Two. No,
0: no, no, no. It's Croc Two.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that got a sequel.
0: Yeah, Uh both games were apparently well regarded. Both games Cro- were apparently well received. Croc one is adorable.
2: His name is Vector, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is what Vector did after breaking away from the Sonic franchise. Oh, this is
2: Vector's kid who didn't oh, want boy. to join the that Sonic would... franchise. Vector. <laughs> Vector. Uh, screw you! Whenever I'm Croc... be on Sony, Sony is way more badass than Sega. When when, the when get-
0: Croc does
1: like attacks, like he does a little little tail wag.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> he Gilly he says
0: things <laughs> like. He says things like "woof," "pow," "splash." <laughs> yeah, given given the way that Croc conveys itself, I don't think it was a matter of Sony is way more badass. It's more,
2: "Hey, Sony's fun." I admit, I was just thinking of when Sony brought out their like animal mascots. Oh to yeah, beat <laughs> Sonic and Maru, and they were like even more edgy, and they're all making the DreamWorks face. Even the dragon. <laughs> uh,
0: You're a dragon. You don't need to impress us, all right? You're a freaking dragon.
1: I I I like. I like Spyro's, me mugging. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mugging is definitely
0: the word for it. Uh, in fact, all of these games are in some way a sequel or a follow-up. Uh-huh. All right. It's a fairly well-known franchise.
2: Oh, Bad Rats 2. No. <laughs> this is this is 1999. Are you saying that Bad Rats physics isn't so bad it can defy the laws of time and space? Well, fair enough. Because that's all just physics.
0: Yeah, Fair enough.
1: Bad Rats 2 went back in time to be released before it came out. Think about it.
2: You know what they should if they did do a sequel, they should call it Rad Bats.
1: They are <laughs> they are making a sequel to Bad
2: Rats. Is it called Rad Bats?
1: No. Then they, they suck. They haven't announced suck. the title yet, they just had a little teaser on YouTube. It's great.
2: Well, guys, Rad Bats. Uh
1: <clears throat> Listener, if you're the developer of Bad Rats
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that just be the best thing? <laughs> We finally identified the listener, and it's just because they lack all this free publicity.
0: <laughs> it's like, this is my fan podcast. They occasionally get stuck on things like Loom and Fire Emblem, <laughs> but it's mostly about Bad Rats, really.
2: <laughs> Check the tackle. Oh, they're just
1: honored to be, they're, they're just like, yeah, it's talks about some of the greatest games of all time. Loom, Fire Emblem, Bad Rats, I mean, they, they, have, they have quality taste.
0: Uh, <clears throat> Alright. They have this
1: whole Sonic thing going on, it's weird though. <laughs>
0: National Socialist Death Metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a Japanese role-playing game. It's a franchise that's still ongoing. What year? Nineteen ninety-nine. Final Fantasy Nine. No, it's a game with a truly preposterous villain that had to be censored in the West.
2: Uh, sure. It's not Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> <laughs> That is the one with, uh. Hyperfem uh,
0: Gaiji? Okay. Kuja. Kuja, yeah. Kucha. Yep. No, not that game. 1999. That game was a really good game. Good. It's a JRPG, and it's not a Final Fantasy.
2: The only one had to be censored. Censored for sexiness or censored for crazy murderousness? Neither. Oh.
0: Cultural sensitivity.
2: Oh, so it's like Hitler or God or something. It's, it's a Megatan.
0: You, you're, you're a. Yes! Which Megatan?
2: Fuck. Uh, I don't know. Four? Two?
0: Persona Two. Innocent Sin where the villain is Nyalathotep wearing Hitler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How can you censor that, you fuckasses? That is the best villain ever. <laughs> I don't Boo, on them. Boo on them all. I, I, it got censored I, in, in Europe because I,
0: Germany was like, could you please not depict Hitler? Thanks. I, I, I don't care for the series, I don't like
1: the way they play, but wow. Nyarlathotep wearing Hitler. <laughs> I almost have to play this game now.
2: Hitler <laughs> at first, and then just bursts out of his back. Yes. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> but, but it was oh, me, I the Artelept. remember there's an Astro Boy villain who's like a crazy dictator dude. and they, I forget what they called him in the, the dub, but oh, it was his was original Japanese version is Hitlini.
0: Yeah, he's Musilini <laughs> he and Hitler glued together.
1: Wonderful. He thought it was Hitler, but it was, I. the art
2: Actually, the better version would be if it's seen to be Narutopep and Hitler burst out of his back and rolling in the world.
0: That is basically how Hitler viewed the world, yes.
2: <laughs> oh, it's beautiful.
0: <laughs> come for the Hyrule Warriors, stay for the four, that 4 hype, leave around the time we start psychoanalyzing Hitler.
2: Oh, wait, come back! Um, um, Sonic is shit! Uh, uh, it's Loom! Okay. Uh, bad rats.
0: Okay, next up, we have a first-person shooter. Half-Life. Close. Half-Life 2. No. Half-Life 3. Doom 3. <laughs> it's a first-person shooter that is still being played today, which doesn't help. <laughs> Counter-Strike. Which doesn't help anything, because they all are. Counter-Strike. 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 Counter-Strike, which got brought up in class for me.
2: I like that there is, like, no no clue you could give me that would actually help me pick which first-person shooter franchise we're talking about. <laughs> start naming just them all Randomly off. yelling shit that released an entry at more or less that year.
0: And the thing is, if I had given you any hints that would have helped you in the slightest, Jeb would have been completely on it already.
2: <laughs> like, oh, yes, sure it's, it's a game where you play
0: terrorists deal. and... Uh, oh, oh, there. Yeah, where'd go? Oh.
2: A game where you shoot terrorists or a game where you play terrorists?
0: Yes. Ah, Spec up. Wonderful. <laughs> nice. I played right. the
1: original Spec that Ops. That one
2: I could identify. It's I, played,
1: mother- I, I played the pre-The Line Spec Ops games that were just ah. generic terrorists versus non-terrorists yep. shooter games. What
2: PlayStation it, 1 shooters. What was it like for The Line to come out of that franchise? Woo!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, um highly reminiscent of, uh, that that year that happened with a couple of things, where there were a couple of games, L- literally just one yeah? year, where we had a whole bunch of games, which are like, yeah, I'm wearing the skin of a franchise, but I'm totally not to do with that, and I'm a really good game. <laughs> I, um, I know that that's the year Far Cry Three came out, and it's like, hang on, wasn't Far Cry about aliens? What's this? Was you it know, Jungle Madness ah. thing? Far Cry
1: One was about uh, was about werewolves.
0: Yeah,
2: werewolves. Yeah. Okay.
0: Far Cry Two was about really uncomfortable depictions of uh civil war South Africa and mm. malaria but on the other hand also has one of this is this is the one of the frustrating things about Far Cry in general there are some good bits and there are some really bad bits yeah like in Far Cry 2 you have I cannot remember his his uh full name but it's Singh he's a Sikh He's a Sikh mercenary. You can play him, or you can hire him. Uh-huh. And to quote Doctor Strako, I never want to play Singh because you always want him watching your back. He's this really competent, really badass, really interesting Sikh dude. Who's who, that's it? He's just he's right. just a dude, and there's nothing. There's no big special thing about. Ooh, oh. He's just he's wearing his. Um, I can't remember the specific type of turban it is, but he is wearing one.
2: I wouldn't recognise the yeah, term it's anyway. True and
0: and like you don't see that happen in many video games nope. but he's there and that's kind of cool and then you have malaria treated as effectively a minor debuff really mm. oh and yeah. also
1: invisible walls
0: yeah and again as with so many far cry games the best things about far cry 2 is when things go magnificently cockeyed like your rocket launcher and, has been yeah. damaged so the rocket arcs out and up and oh no now it's coming down <laughs> and then yeah, everything the is on fire <laughs> Everything is on fire. Because in that game, you can set everything on fire. It's wonderful. All right. So, next game is a franchise game. No.
2: <laughs> I think you said it was an FPS.
0: It is also an FPS, but not a conventional FPS.
2: Sensory. Holy shit. Yes. Wow. Jab, you magic? I,
0: I was going to start trying to I am anything.
1: extremely magic today. Yeah, that, Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh God, the hype has powered him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this, this is this is a hype-powered rampage. All right, let's see, let's see if you can get the third. Let's see if you can get the last game in this this roundup with as few clues as possible. <clears throat> Final Fantasy <face throat> Nine. Oh, Bullfrog game. Yes. The Hospital. No. In
2: 1999. In 1999. Did they by then? No. Did you keep it too?
0: Yes. Fox got it.
2: Ah! I am also hype.
0: <laughs> hey, some of Jeb's hype has passed on.
2: I really just went, shit, this is the last thing I can remember them making. Probably that.
0: Well, it, it really was the last it big was, thing yeah. they did. Theme Hospital came out after Dungeon Keeper 2. Oh,
2: okay.
0: It's just that Dungeon Keeper 2 was pretty much the most polished classic they made. Theme Hospital was a bit shonky in places, and- You Take the- that
1: back. <laughs>
0: As with many theme games, it didn't have an end state, so it was very hard for reviewers to really comment on it. It's like, yeah, you can, you can just build a hospital and your reward for building the hospital is the hospital gets bigger. Build more hospital.
2: Exactly. The end state of the theme games is to build a roller coaster that can fling people over the fence. That is the entire point
1: of the game stream, uh, stream, right, on the Xbox One? Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's one where it's like just a roller coaster, isn't it?
1: Uh, you can build roller coasters, you can build, uh, like catapults to fling people through buildings.
2: <laughs> How does that get past? <laughs> I mean, a roller coaster is ostensibly a thing that you can ride without dying, but a catapult?
0: <laughs> um, there's a, there's a, one of these little Tumblr snippets floating around of someone playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, where that game was deliberately pitting you against the neighbouring theme park. Your theme parks were always directly next to each other, and so you had to be able to compete with the other one visually and excitingly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and
2: but worst fucking business decision ever, by the way. Like, just don't do that.
0: And this person realised that if they set up their roller coaster so that it flung people,
2: yes, I remember over this the coming fence. up before, they would die in the other park. <laughs> they die. They die
0: in the other park, and therefore that park gets the bad ratings
2: <laughs> and the extra bad ratings from everyone going. Oh my god! And like vomiting. Yeah. I have to hire twice as many janitors. So
0: all the people slowly depopulate the other park. Come to the first park. I and then Die that. in the <laughs> second park.
2: Oh, some kind of sick digestive system.
0: Video games make picture... monsters of us all.
2: <laughs> I can just
1: picture like a like a like an entertainment reviewer like <laughs> you know writing their article in second, and, saying, and then all of a sudden people started falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> so Would annoying, not visit so again. 7 out of 10.
2: (laughs) The
0: Yelp review for this place is pretty horrible.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so there's that. You better fill in the blank space, or I'm going to start talking about Hyrule Warriors again.
0: No, I think that that's probably uh, enough for now.
2: Oh, 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 actually, there is one more great thing I want to mention. All right. One of the alternative game modes, the, the actual gameplay sections are like exactly the same as the main gameplay sections. So it's just like a particular challenge for kill this many enemies in this amount of time or whatever. But it's the connecting tissue is a 16 bit Zelda style grid map where you have to go around and search and there's all like secrets from the other Zelda games and whatnot. But the cool thing about this is you get a 16-bit Zelda-style sprite <laughs> for whatever character you're playing. <laughs> so you start off with Link, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's just going to represent everyone. And then I played Zelda on a map, and I'm like, oh, no, that's awesome!
0: And then you played Minda on the map, because of course you so played cool. Minda on the map.
2: <laughs> you gotta have Minda.
0: If, if you play Sia, is it just a giant pair of pixely boobs? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Should be. I haven't played Sia yet. I'm refusing to. <laughs> she just, I'm, I'm quite pissed off at her.
0: All right, then. I dare say that's an episode. All right, all right. Okay. It was an episode. I it
1: was a good one, but it
0: was. I quite liked that. That was a lot of fun to <laughs> yeah, do. Was pretty good. And you know, just unvarnished hype and hope and love and you know, cool <laughs> stuff. <laughs>
2: I, you know, that's what it is. I am hyped for games after they come out, and I can play them. I don't bother getting hyped for games before they come out normally. You become
0: like a missionary, like you know, I have experienced this thing. You should experience this thing too, <laughs> as opposed to oh, I hope the thing we both get to experience will be good. I
2: still hope the thing will be good, but I guess because I can never afford to get things when they're new, uh yeah. it's like a defensive mechanism. Don't get too hyped, or you just be disappointed and/or cock blocked for the first sort of six months of this thing's existence. I just let it go, let it go. You'll have it eventually, and then you'll be able to be like,
0: scream! I do feel a bit like Watch Dogs will probably be a good game for
2: $10. I've been eyeing it up for 20 I don't know. It, it still has that incorrigible ass fuck thing. Yeah, like the fuck ass. The protagonist.
0: What is, it, what is it Dr. Structor likes to say? Hacking is my weapon. Draws six guns. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then. Thank you, listener, for tuning in. That's been Fox.
2: Remember, Rad bats. That's been Jeb. And that's
0: been tell. Tune in next week when hype hype, 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 hype. And maybe we'll have a guest.
2: Woo!
1: Woo! Woo.
2: sure that's the right name?
0: I'm pretty sure that's the right name.
2: You, you want to record a few more? You just clip out all the wrong ones?
0: Don LaFontaine. Don LaFantale. <laughs> Don <laughs> Wait,
2: Don Fountain.
0: <laughs> Don LaFountainhead.